Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Stab me in the chest Like the pimp Prudent knife Into poor Samuel Beckett under mother of pale sky At the back of the wall I bawled Cursing all and reeling rain While the feeling out of sorts Like a road sweeper Dressed up to the nines As the multicolored kite Over shoulders is taking flight And the local matadori gives two fingers to the girl next door. I had a dream. James Dean was alive and well today. Looking for the quiet life. Working for Irish Rail. And in me father's clothes with a bloody nose. I sang as an it's all sweet. There by the slot machine, there's James Dean, out cold beneath my feet. The new disciples of the street, you all burst into open doors, and the creaking of the chairs, and the running down the stairs, pure ecstasy. The circus master smiled, pointing his finger at the mine. I heard a distant call of a boy named Paul. It was taken before his time And all the precious stones of the mongrels born Entice me, you silly child I go on, run on home For your tea's gone cold And your mother, she cursed you blind And the back door man feels wrong For switching off when signing on And the double-jointed thief Wins an award for pure indecency Aye James Dean was alive and well today Looking for the quiet life Working for Irishman On me father's clothes With a bloody nose I sang Isn't it so sweet There by the slot machine There's James Dean At cold beneath my feet Then you disciples from the street You all burst into open doors and the creaking of the chairs and the running down the stairs. Pure, pure ecstasy. I had a dream. James Dean was alive and well today. 
Working for Irish David Keenan, hi, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. So that's James Dean. It's off the first single off the brand new album. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> just a quick drink of coffee there. That's allowed. That's allowed after all that singing. Yeah, the new album, A Beginner's Guide to Bravery. Yes. Tell me a bit about this. It's it's a live record and it maps my development as a as a human being over the last four years of, of, of living. Mm-hmm. Um in Dundalk, leaving Dundalk, uh, travelling, moving to Dublin, joys, you know, uh, victories, mm-hmm. uh, defeats, pains, heartache, uh, awareness realizations awakening you know everything that 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 happens um or that has happened you know mm. my first port of call is to, is to write about it and to try to process it in some way in some sort of creative catharsis and, and the record has come about like that but um and it was important to bring all those elements into it was it well i wanted to, i wanted to create a, a kind of a narrative from beginning mm-hmm. to end each song is its own individual but i i feel that they're all intrinsically linked in this story, a beginner's guide to bravery, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of healing done on the record, and I feel that by the end of it, there's uh, some sort of hope. So, if, so if someone does listen to it from beginning to end, will they get that sense that there is kind of this is where I've begun, this is how I've grown, and now this is me now? Is that kind of the? Well, you know, I haven't got the privilege of of, uh, <laughs> of uh, forcing people to, to feel like that, but I, I, I feel it does for me. Yeah. It did for me when I was recording. It was important anyway. for that, to have that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So to have some sort of narrative and, and uh, some sort of some sort of story and to have a, a beginning and a middle and an end, but I think the record is, is, is that. I suppose it's the end of the beginning for me, really. And did it take a long time to put it together and have that the way you wanted it? Well, you know, I tried to make the, the album for the last couple of years, but, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've discovered I can't control the way the wind blows. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, Nobody can, so exactly, we're all kind of just exactly, yeah, hoping. Things had to align. I had to get a band mm-hmm. that organically had to come together and, and that I had to trust and they had to trust me. And I, again, um, I had to feel comfortable. I had to be able to mm-hmm. reach a point in life where I was ready to stand by the truths in the album and to be able to step into the vulnerabilities and to really, really, really uh, expose myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because once you record it and you put it out, you have to, you have to, um, unless you disown it and, mm-hmm. and, and go off and emigrate and you have to stand by it and you have to gig it. So it's true. with that in mind, I wanted, uh, from a selfish point of view, I wanted to, to heal uh, during mm-hmm. it and I wanted to, just just be able to put songs that I thought were of a certain standard on it and it took a while to to get there for me but do you think well I'm constantly constantly writing every day but but what I mean by that is you mm. know just logistically and, and yes. uh, you know physically and I suppose physically. When, some, when you're working <laughs> together obviously in something so big as well because it's a debut album you want it to be right you want people who you know will kind of have your back in some ways yeah, and that's uh, that's very important uh, for me. But I've I've been very lucky over mm. the last couple of years. People have kind of uh, took me in, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, you have to have you have to have the right musicians and to be able to you know like uh, the words are, are 
are, are the paint, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and the music is is the canvas, and it has to all kind of fit together. But it's a live album. We done it in a week, and and that's pretty quick, isn't it? But I think it's it's the only way it could have been done. Yeah, you know, it's to capture that realism and. You know, life isn't click tracked. Just mm-hmm. go in and, and press record, and I kind of trust the personality of the song, and trust the, trust the, the words and, that, and and the images that are being painted, and and that informs the music. You know, yeah. a certain body of lyrics will tell you really what 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 kind of how it wants, what suit of clothes it wants to wear, and what cigarettes it wants to smoke, or mm-hmm. you know, what what's its favorite mug of, mug of, um coffee or coffee tea or whatever or <laughs> you know, poison <laughs> <laughs> and this is it absolutely and, w- and do you feel it took you a long time to kind of become honest enough to make the album you wanted I think it's all about you know the nature of life is, is yeah. growth and uh, y- you can I think I've got better I've got better in terms of the writing discipline of, of being able to you know pull myself call myself out on, on, on my own bullshit you mm. know and uh, you know to really distill what I'm trying to say, I, I think when I was when I was younger, I used to just these things used to come out in short bursts, and it's not to say they weren't uh, of any use, but um, I, I'm getting better at, at really kind of putting the work in mm. um, in terms of the songs. But I mean, this record is made up of songs from you know four years ago uh, up until. I was about to ask you, is it stuff that has been worked on? Even before, kind of this. Yeah, year. there's a, there's been a couple of versions of of um, a couple of songs, and then when we got into the studio this time, there was they just weren't sitting with me. And I, th- I felt like the band that the players that we just never clicked with it, and uh, mm-hmm. so we started again from the from the ground up, and we got to we got down on our hunkers, and we we started giving references and and colours and uh, you know like smells and smoke and all this kind of stuff, and uh, that's the kind of way I talk. I'm mm. not music. I'm not musical. Uh, mm-hmm. In that sense, I don't ha- I don't speak that language, but uh, we we found a common ground with it. But then, you know, the song "The Healing" came in in, in August. Mm-hmm. The record was done, and uh, I, I this thing came in the post, and <laughs> I said, I, I think I want to go back in and record this for the album. Oh wow! Okay, so it kind of literally down to the last so minute. Yeah, so over the last four years, you know, a couple of years moving to Dublin. Um, you know, there's always songs in the post. I'm writing all the time. You mm-hmm. know, the next the next couple of albums are already written. Uh, I think that's that's something. Fear, I think, makes me fearless. You know, in terms of writing all the time because it, uh, the thoughts of um, the wheels kind of clogging or, or stopping that that really petrifies me. And does that happen? Do you find that happens with you? Well, you know, a friend of mine, Harry Hoban, he said to me a couple of years ago, "If you ever, you know, get writer's block, yeah. write about having writer's block." You know. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great piece of advice, and uh, it's kind of served me well. But it's a it's a discipline. I think it's a craft. It's it's uh, something that you step away from. But if mm. you're if you're trying to amass a kind of body of work, or if you want to be a sculptor, or you want to be a painter, you want to be a an actor, you want to be a you know uh, an athlete. You mm. have to you have to you have to put in the hours. You that's know. True. And yeah. uh, So I'm trying to build this kind of secondary world. So I have to. There's always um, there's always a couple of walls to be repaired and uh, there's always a couple of posts to put up and stuff so I yeah. have to do the daily kind of the daily slog but it's not it's it's very enjoyable it's it's, it's medicine for me I need to do it you know. yeah but I think that's with anyone creative you can kind of get to that point where it's like oh but then it does work itself out if you give yourself like as you say if you step back and yeah. give yourself a chance to not kind of put so much pressure on yourself to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, I never, I never sit down to write a song. You just, you're, you're writing every day, and sometimes, if you're lucky, a song appears. Mm. But um, 
you know, there's healing in, in the writing, mm. you know. Um, I heard the story of Paddy Cavanagh's brother. Mm. He used to find all these scraps of paper and mm. the gaff that he just peg into the fire. All these pe- oh, pieces okay. of gold like that he just discard. Mm. And he said to Patrick, what are you, what are you doing? You know, you should be saving these. And he said, there's healing in the writing. <laughs> and then he burns it. So, so I get it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And you like to s- tell a story, don't you? It's important. Well, yeah, I think, I think... Um, I think we're a nation of storytellers, and it's true. and uh, yeah. there's a great there's a great sense of hope in the story, and there's a great sense of uh, anticipation and mm. uh, and danger and the element of danger. I think we're we're, we're a people full of devilment, and uh, I think for me in mu- in music and especially in playing live and, and uh, expressing the songs of the gigs, mm. that's that's when I when I really feel at home because there's a great sense of devilment. Yeah, it's yeah. true, and you can kind of pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah, and then rea- reality <laughs> comes in and, and and scraps all your plans, and and that's that's what makes it, you know. If you surrender to that, to that, you know. Yeah, and the fact that you mentioned gigs, you have one coming up tomorrow evening. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The it's Olympia. The Olympia, yeah, it's the, it's the culmination of so much, you know. Yeah, it it's really such a nice venue as well. Like I've never played there. <laughs> I was in a drama school, so I stood on that stage, and when you look up, it's just amazing. That must be a nice feeling to kind of get to that point. Well, just in terms of the Dublin story, I mean, Dublin really is um, D- Dublin is the invisible, I think, republic in the album because uh, it's an amalgamation of, of of all different places. But I think it's like the last song on the record, "Subliminal Dublinia." It it says so much. And moving here, I really found my tribe. You know, for mm-hmm. the first time, I felt I felt part of uh, a community. You know, and. Uh, That's great. And, you know, trips in the streets and, and then seeing the Olympia, you mm. know, and then, you know, projecting, you know, oh, you know maybe one day mm-hmm. we'll get a chance to to uh, hold my own gathering in there, you know. So it's a privilege and I'm just very grateful that, that people, you know, kind of, yeah, people are going to turn up, you know. It must be pretty exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, one of the great gifts of life, you know. Do you know how it's going to turn out or have you kind of planned something? Yes, or have oh, you even kind of gone, gone that far? I've been thinking about this every, every really, every, okay, every day. No, um, <laughs> yeah, since like dance out of the womb, I've been thinking about this gig. <laughs> um, yeah, no, of course, and and anybody who's been to m- was at my gig in Wheelands uh, last January. You know, the gig is kind of mapped a certain mm-hmm. way, and uh, there's going to be a lot of bodies involved and lots of singing, lots of singing, yeah. and, and lots of movement and. Um, there's there's um, ballerinas involved and uh, there's uh, yeah. Wow, that sounds like one hell of a show. Sure. Well, you know, you never know when it's going to be your last gig, you know. So you have to, you know, every gig is, you know, you have to give it everything, you know. And is you envisioned the Olympia? Have you envisioned further than that yet? I think I think um, if you have any kind of ambition. You're always kind of looking to 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 build and to grow, you know, and to project and to manifest. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, for this year, I I um, I suppose, for me, I I, I have projections, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, who knows what tomorrow knows? You just have to live in the day. But um, yeah, you know, like uh, the next album, uh, collection of words coming mm-hmm. will be coming out in a couple of couple of months on, oh, the, wow. on their own, which is. Okay. Which is important for me, just to yeah. that the lyrics read, or the words read, without the music as mm-hmm. well. Uh, um, and and yeah, recording the next record and releasing the next record, and uh, 
then recording the third record and uh, looking to release that next year you know but uh hopefully there's there's um there's a lot of traveling and it's mm -hmm. a great gift and, and being in transient it always informs the the flow of the words and um you know it's it's just a it's a real hopeful optimistic time mm. Yeah. And it gives you more stories to tell in these yeah, songs. Yeah, absolutely. You're just going around like uh, this itinerant kind of bard, uh, picking up uh, bits and pieces as you go. Aphorisms and bits of knowledge off lads on the street, and uh, they've always been very kind to me. Those lads. <laughs> but it's great, though, isn't I it, to be them, able you know, to? They, you know, they write them. I get all the credit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, listen. But it is so great to get those kind of bits from people and knowledge from people that we wouldn't normally hear, kind of every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You really hear some gems, and uh, that's why I think uh, about you know um, language and, and songwriting, especially in this country. Mm. It's so accessible, and uh, I think those institutions that make you want to you know believe that you have to you have to get certain bits of paper to ex mm -hmm. to, to to access it, you know. But um, it's not so accessible, and you see all the, you hear all these great storytellers and families, and you know. Um, you hear people in bars and, and coffee coffee houses and, and people at gigs and uh, mm. just characters. Yeah. You know, we can we can't allow the kind of the death of the Irish character to happen. It's so true. And, uh, yeah. You know, even even some there's incredible poets, men and women in this country, and they don't get the, they don't get the credit and they don't mm. get the support they deserve. Um, mm. You know, there's a certain type of Irishness that's that's pushed, I think, abroad. But I think it's it's it's. It, they're not looking in the right places, yeah. you know. And I think we're, as a nation, we're stepping back into our druidic, um, you know, traditions. And I think and it's taken us time, though. I think we've kind of let it go for a little while. It has, but I think we've stopped saying sorry. You know, I think we're living in a time where we've stopped, we've stopped apologising for being Irish. Mm. You know, and yeah. we're we're gaining confidence again as a as a really intellectual, intelligent, open, intuitive, caring, kind people. You know. Getting those elements back there is so important too. Yeah, stepping back into it and connecting with the earth again. It's it's a great time. It's a great time to be to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So how can people I suppose keep up to date with all your releases and your gigs and all that? Um, I think it's all up there, um, on, on davidkeenan.ie mm -hmm. and um obviously the album is coming out mm -hmm. yeah, tomorrow. And there's I've doing in store in, in Tower Records. Oh cool. I'm doing in-stores all around the country. Um, and then also, actually, I almost forgot, you're sitting down with uh, Tony Clayton Lee, aren't you? That's well? Yeah, that's on the 16th, I believe, yes. in, in Bloody Mary's. Um, and Tony's a great man for a, for a yarn. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. That'll to be fun. Yeah, yeah, just talking talking words and melodies and uh, everything in between. You know. Brilliant. So if people want to hear more, they should pop along and, Absolutely. and get involved. And join the affray. Absolutely. So you're going to play another song for us? Yes. What one are you going to play? I'll play that song that I spoke about, the healing mm -hmm. uh, that came in, in August, and that came, I, I wrote about my young, well, it was inspired by my younger brother. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a a very young man, and like many young men, uh, trying to find himself, he he, he went through uh, you know a period of self destruction, and mm -hmm. he just reminded me of myself <laughs> <laughs> at that age, and and he held a mirror up to me. Um, but uh, yeah, it's called the healing. Fantastic. Take joy. Short back and sides. 
Then I played a he's blown white, a pigeon-chested young man, a brother. Steps out of a tomb of toxicity and ruin. Spend his money on cheap wine. Hold me, I'm only a moment away. Hold me, I'm only a moment away. The dogs on the street sing your praises, the heat. Sab the sweat from your skin. The war is nearly done, man. Are you ready for the healing? Are you ready for the healing? Shaken by your surname succinct. Waiting in the wings we watched. Your face frozen like the hands of Clary's clock. Stop, the war is nearly done. Are you ready for the healing? I believe no mate standing at the school gates. Spy a poster for the French Foreign Legion. Gonna join the ranks with me grandfather's blade with my beacon and my brush, new tattoo and my limp. Oh, Juliana with your eyes of opals, the hair spotted you just for being open. A bastion of youth in a world that's ripped right open. Softly spoken truth brigade. Hold me, I'm only Man on the street lets the air out his feet. Somebody dies, a child gets born. The war is nearly done, man. Are you ready for the healing? Are you ready for the healing? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.